Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and a very, very warm welcome to Wellness with Lizelle and our Boxing Day special if you are listening in real time. Now, I do hope you had a really lovely day yesterday and that you have enjoyed a brisk Boxing Day walk, perhaps, and are feasting on festive leftovers today. And for this special broadcast, I am delighted to be joined in my studios by the inspirational Julia Immonen. Julia is the author of Row for Freedom, and long-time listeners of the show will remember that she joined us many moons ago for episode number 35. You might want to take a listen. And this detailed her experience as one of the five-woman team that broke records crossing the Atlantic in a rowing boat in 2011. Now, this 3,000-mile feat helped to raise awareness about modern-day slavery, an all-too-common injustice happening right under our noses. Since then, Julia has become Head of Partnerships at Justice and Care, a charity dedicated to rescuing victims of slavery and trafficking, as well as tackling the root causes of this horrendous crime and bringing the perpetrators to justice. And it was really lovely to hear a bit more about their work at the recent annual Live Twice Christmas Carol concert, um, where we raised some funds for them and they came and spoke to us all about it. And I thought it would be great to spread the message even further afield. So here to tell us more about the amazing work they're doing. Welcome back, Julia. Thank you. So good to be with you, Liz. It's so, (laughs) so good. And of course, when we last spoke, I'm not sure whether you had joined Justice and Care or were you just thinking about it or just about to? Yeah, just about to. So I had been at Sky for 12 and a half years and loved my career, you know, in the media. But as you know, this has been my passion for the last sort Mm. of 10, 11, nearly 12 years. And it's incredible to make your passion your paycheck, as you know. (laughs) And it sounds corny, but it really is true every day to be able to, or on a Monday morning, not to have the Monday morning blues, because I know that what we're doing makes an impact and you're actually directly changing people's lives bringing freedom like what an honor so I kind of skip into work that is so great when did you first become aware of slavery when did it first become you know put on your radar I think it was 10 11 years ago I went to the cinema one Saturday night 
I was the girl who cared more about shoes and handbags than about, <laughs> honestly, truly, I'm ashamed to say, it was all about me, myself and I. And I walked into the cinema, went to watch the film Taken with Liam Neeson. Did you ever watch that film? Yes. As, and watched in horror as his daughter was taken, sold into sex slavery. And my jaw was on the floor. I just thought, okay, that is a horrific Hollywood, you know, film. Just a story. Just, just a story. Mm carried on my with my life but I was disturbed and then I was at this conference and heard a presentation all about human trafficking and thought oh my goodness everything in that film is true and worse and there's an estimated 40 million people in slavery which is unfathomable 40 million that is I mean, that's crazy. That's two thirds of the population of Britain. Exactly. That's and a staggering number. And I just thought, okay, if this does go on, surely it's in faraway poverty stricken countries. And yes, it is. Mm. It's Southeast Asia is the epicenter. And yes, it is, um, you know, flourishing and alive and kicking there in, in the millions. But it's on our doorstep. And mm. that was what was astounding to me. Mm. And back then, I remember asking the politicians and, you know, I was the girl who knew really nothing about politics. But then I saw, well, this is how you bring change. These are the people, you know, who hold the power to change the laws, to affect um, mm. the change that is so badly needed. And I was just astounded. And I guess for me, it was, well, what do I do? This is serious and organised crime. I'm utterly overwhelmed how on earth do I make a difference? So for me, it was, okay, I guess I looked at what was in my hands. What were my skills? What were my talents? What were my areas of influence? And I worked in sport, loved sport, played sport, but by no means was I a professional athlete. And you hadn't rowed, had you? I had never rowed. I mean, it was... How did you go from never rowing yeah, to rowing yeah, the flipping yeah. Atlantic? I mean, it's crazy. It Looking really, back on it, you yeah, must think, how did that happen? It, it's, it, it is extraordinary. But an initial half marathon with a long story in the middle uh, turned into one day running along the Thames with my best friend, Steph, and her ex had rowed the Atlantic. And anyway, she just said, Julie, I know you've been thinking about, you know, a big bigger way than a half marathon you know to row to, to make <laughs> That's a, a bit difference of a step up, isn't and, then, it? <laughs> and then her ex had rode the Atlantic so she said Julia how about it and that was the <sighs> beginning of this adventure and honestly Liz it has been the most thrilling journey and and I did this um and she ended up pulling out she had common sense so but by that and point I left was too passionate the <laughs> and then I left rowing the Atlantic <laughs> love it but I put together this international crew and it's incredible what passion hard work and just Focused. sheer focus and and just being a bit audacious, dreaming an audacious dream and mm. giving it a go. You know, <laughs> when you step out and do anything to change yeah. the world or yeah. try to do anything a bit, you know, out the norm, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be challenges and, you know, mm. unexpected blows. But that's, that's, I don't know, I've become this adventurer and that's all part of the adventure. Yeah. If it was easy, everyone would do it. And mm -hmm. and the fact is when you're fighting for something, you know, you're fighting, it's 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 going to be hard. And when you chose really worth it. to raise funds for yeah. modern day slavery with the row, 
Yeah. Is that kind of what kept you going? Because there must have been some extraordinarily dark moments. And I know, in fact, in in the podcast that we recorded, the episode 35 of this series, it's just extraordinary how vividly you bring it to life, what Mm. it's like being in the middle of the Mm. Atlantic in pitch black and, Mm. you know, riding these 30, (laughs) 50 foot waves in this small boat. I mean, it is really astonishing. I do really urge everybody having (laughs) once listened to this to go and listen to Julia's story because it really is um, very affirming and life-changing and inspirational. And I seem to remember that you talked about that it was the thought of this horror yeah. that was going on yeah. back on dry land that yeah. kind of kept you going. Yeah, it, the, the row had um, purpose, the pain had purpose. And I think no matter what you're going through in life, whether it's personal or you're fighting for some injustice, whether it's, you know, homelessness or poverty or trafficking, you have to remember why you started. And for me, it all started with a girl called Alejandra who really honestly if you asked me what was the hardest thing it was the dark nobody warned me about the dark nobody spoke the about dark in the middle of the Atlantic the dark it was the 12 hour long nights and after watching often these beautiful sunsets I knew what was coming 12 hours of darkness and I think that's the closest I've come to understanding what slavery is because I was alone I was in the dark I was scared I was paralysed with fear. And this girl, Alejandra, who I met a few months before the row, um, you know, she was broken in, lured under this false promise of a job. Um, It was a lie. And her, basically her human spirit was just broken down. And traffickers don't want a human spirit. They can't sell that. They want you just alive enough that they can make... um, means of creating a profit but they they just break you down and she was the reason I kept going she was the reason I kept enduring and I couldn't have done it had I not had her to keep me going I honestly don't know how other people in our race kept going because without having such a big motivation and inspiration I dedicated the row to her Mm. And I think it's just a kind of a metaphor for life. You might be in these insurmountable waves in the dark, alone, scared, paralysed by fear. But there is hope. And, you know, actually, I'd be there in the middle of the night and I would see a shooting star or the moon would come out or the billions of stars came out to play. And it just left me in awe and wonder. And I And it kind of makes me think, you know, we can push back the darkness, we must, and we can be that light to victims of slavery. And we can't do everything, but we can all do something. And, you know, we've all enjoyed a wonderful Christmas and, you know, feasted and everything. And we have so much. And the fact is, you know, whether it's just giving that five pounds a month or Mm. getting involved in something that you're passionate about, just don't just dream it, actually do it. Like go to that homeless shelter and serve next Christmas or do whatever it is that you've yeah. been maybe thinking about because this life, we're, so, we're in this minority, in this lucky postcode lottery of life that we have so much and it is our duty to be that light and, and partner with mm-hmm. organisations mm-hmm. that that are on the coalface that are making yeah. a difference. And Justice and Care clearly are and what was your connection? When did you, so you finished the row and you came back to the UK Did you then think, I need to progress this further and look around for organisations that were working in human trafficking or anti-human trafficking? 
So off the back of the row, I saw the power of sport. People sort of don't often, they feel a bit overwhelmed when they hear about men, women and children being exploited. But when you say you're rowing the Atlantic or you're hosting a carol service or you're doing something, you know, positive, it's a positive response. Yeah, people can join in and engage with you. Mm -hmm. It becomes a sort of an easier way to get involved. And I actually did found a charity called Sport for Freedom. And um, I wouldn't actually advocate for people to, you know, start their own things because you are just replicating the work. And I... Absolutely, which is why actually at Live Twice, my charity, we've mostly partner with other organisations to help amplify what they're doing. You don't want to reinvent the wheel the whole time. Exactly. You know, and we that's don't need why... yet more little tiny charities and it, it's good to get this groundswell. Exactly. And I kind of learnt the hard way and yes, mm. we did some great things, but actually I burnt out. I was doing my shifts at Sky at four in the morning, working um, with a charity, raising funds all the time. It was utterly exhausting mm. and burnout is not a good thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened to me. So I went in my sheer exhaustion to see our good friend Christian Guy Christian Guy who we love well at the time I think he was CEO of the Centre for Social Justice who you've supported and you've long known their work that's where I first met him and he is he is full on in terms of social justice throughout the UK in all areas and has been hugely helpful for me actually with my own kind of philanthropic journey he then went to number 10 to be a policy advisor for social justice and one day he will be Prime Minister because we love him we're going to be campaigning and I I would so knock on doors for him because he is (laughs) he's got the most amazing heart and care yeah. for social justice and is just an incredibly sensible amazing human being anyway enough okay. about the, the this is the fan club <laughs> for christian guy here uh, but he then um when the change of government happened he then obviously had to change his job and look for something else and then he took over the role of ceo of justice and yeah. care and i remember him telling me about it and what he was really attracted to the charity is the two elements of it the care bit mm. being the rehabilitation and the care for the rescued victims, but fundamentally the justice bit being bringing those who perpetrate such crime to justice. So it's not just about rescue, that's obviously hugely important on the human impact level, but you've got to cut the head of the snake off, haven't exactly. you? You've got to go after the guys who are running these drug gangs and these cartels globally. So how on earth does that happen? How does Justice and Care work to make that happen? Yeah, I so look, I went to see Christian, um, who invited me on a trip to India. It was utterly life-changing. I cried for two weeks when I got back. Um, I ran a marathon um, for... Yasmin, one of the girls that I met out there, because that's what I do. Sport is my thing. But I just have never seen... Having been in this field for 10, 11, 12 years... All these charities are needed and doing wonderful work and we partner with many of them and we love them. However, I have never seen a charity with such an end-to-end strategy, an all-out assault to end slavery. And if you look under the bonnet, you know, we are a lean machine for the small team that we have, the impact being created. Our chairman is a private equity guy and it is all about, you know, your return on investment and it's all about impact. And I had never really sort of seen an organisation like it. So I came back and said, Christian, I want in, sign me up. And, you know, what I love about Justice and Care is that internationally we bring together world-class specialists, including social workers, researchers, experts in policy and criminal justice. Mm. And I feel honoured to be amongst what I believe are the world's thinkers and leaders. Mm. So as you say, it's justice and care. So 
the two together which so is the really two unusual. together which mm. is so powerful and As you say end to end yeah and you know you can rescue a girl but she'll be replaced 20 times over and actually you're causing more of a demand by rescuing 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 but not dismantling the criminal yeah. networks that are that are you know operating yeah. and so what i love about justice and care everything that we do is working alongside um local law enforcement alongside police mm. and um then everything we do is to drive um, up prosecutions, arrests, mm. um, to bring these perpetrators to justice, and then actually to spark national and international systemic change. So yeah. changing laws. So we wouldn't have the Modern Day Slavery Act, which got passed in 2015, had it not been for Christian's work at the Centre for Social Justice. Isn't that amazing? It is. We wouldn't that have managed that. to push that through. And because of really that act. Um, I mean, the prosecutions have been very low. So he has been one of the reviewers leading the review of that over just this summer. And actually, he gave the government 33 recommendations of which many have been adopted. Mm -hmm. One is for an international envoy who will work between governments throughout Europe mm -hmm. and internationally to really bring this issue to the forefront of governments globally, which is incredible. So I just love this sort of end-to-end -end strategy mm. and I love that we're local and global so yeah so on every level you can support whether you have connections in a country overseas and you're concerned or whether you just literally want to look at your own community and what might be happening under your nose exactly and so in Bangladesh our team out there is so impressive I can't wait we should actually go and and that see the work amazing. that we've talked about it mm. but we need to make that happen because it's so exciting and basically is, is that quite a hotbed Bangladesh yeah so Bangladesh they so think of all the garment factories that are mm. there there's so many girls who are taken from Bangladesh thinking they're going to work over the border in India but actually so we have intercepted more than 90 girls who thought that they were going to India to work in a garment factory or in you know, a restaurant or something. Mm -hmm. But because we have trained our the Bangladeshi border guards, they they know the signs of trafficking, and and so they have just this month um, intercepted four girls, some children who probably didn't even know that they were being trafficked. But they because, thought they were going yeah. to a job and a better life. Yeah. And then what happens to them? They just get, they put into the brothels and exactly, and they become sex workers yeah. and, and and trafficked. But imagine being intercepted and them knowing that that was about to happen to you and Gosh. they managed to stop that before it even happens yeah. so just this month four girls were intercepted and more than 90 so far mm. in the last few months um and actually and then locally um i remember just a few months ago our victim navigators who are embedded in the local police forces throughout the throughout the uk um but our surrey victim navigator trained the road traffic police on Monday, can you believe the very next day on the Tuesday, two road traffic police were out on duty, intercepted a suspicious vehicle because they were able to spot the signs of trafficking, which our victim navigator in Surrey, in Surrey oh and they arrested two traffickers and freed four Eastern European women. No way. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And these women had come over again. Was it on the, the prospect of jobs? They answer adverts, you know, looking for... I don't know, receptionists and chambermaids and all this. And mm-hmm. they think that's great. I can yeah. you know, hop over to the UK yeah. and yeah. build a better life. And the guys they meet are then yeah. not and often who they it pretend can be, to be. Yeah, it's often the false promise of a job that, you know, and, and that's what makes this whole thing so sad to me is that you're often coming from... Um, from poverty and you're just coming for a better life and mm. you're sold a lie and you get sold into you know an even worse situation mm. and Romania is a big source country so we're starting direct operations in Romania um in in the coming few months which is very exciting so you could buy a girl in Romania for four thousand pounds sell her bring her to London sell her to an organized crime group for twelve thousand pounds sell her to 20 times a night it's big business so these are just people who are commodities so whether it's domestic slaves or young Vietnamese boys brought here to the UK um, for cannabis cultivation you know you live on the farm um, and you know you often wouldn't think that it would happen in leafy you know yeah down in Dorset uh, or wherever you wouldn't expect that but Mm. actually just in the last couple of months we've um, been supporting um, a young boy a Vietnamese boy exactly that brought here he doesn't know his age Liz I, I said to my colleague how old do you think he is and she said well he was brought here as a child we estimate he's somewhere in you know the age of 19 Mm. but he doesn't know how old he is he can't speak English he can't read or write at all so how long has he been here he's been living in a shed being forced to grow cannabis exactly and so we are now supporting Mm. him and you know trying to identify how old he is Mm -hmm. and giving him 
um, support to be able to for his future and and so this is on our doorstep or whether it's domestic slaves um and what i love about our navigators is that we we are helping rescue victims Uh, we're present when warrants are being executed so at that time of Mm. rescue we are with the police we are supporting these victims and often they're scared of the authorities they're scared of police but our victim navigators who are within Surrey, Kent, Essex, Greater Manchester Police, Border Force in Glasgow, in Dover. The police forces are crying out for them because, you know, they, they need... Um, they need That's the... not their work, is it? They're not... Exactly. They, know, they don't have sex the... Sex trafficker, social workers. Yeah, they, 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 they don't... Exactly. So they are... So our teams are able to provide this really unique role. It hasn't mm. been done before. And um, provide them with the support. But what we're seeing is that, of course, then we build that trust, we build that relationship, and we're getting intelligence that is mapping whole criminal networks, and we are yes. bringing these perpetrators to justice. And then presumably in some of, a lot of these guys I know are based overseas, but some sadly are based here, mm. do you have people who work undercover who go in and are infiltrating these gangs so, or trying to get the inside scoop on what's happening? So the great thing is we have the legislation here, we have the police forces here, we've been in India for 10 years, where where we you know, needed to have our own investigators who worked, of course, alongside very closely with the government and with police. Mm-hmm. But actually here we have an incredible police force. So we are supporting them, give it, training yeah. them, giving them tactical advice. But they actually, um, we're just strengthening what they are already yeah. doing and enabling them to do that even better by the intelligence that we're getting from from these victims. Mm. But but somewhere like Romania, we probably will have to have yeah. um, more direct sort of operations and investigators and yeah. so on. I remember talking to Christian um, about an early trip that he did to India when he was finding out more about the charity and saying it was literally one of the worst days of his life going mm. into a brothel in yeah one of the big red light districts and you know posing as a punter yeah uh, and just seeing the extraordinary level of abuse carried out on very small children boys and girls just repeatedly repeatedly and then just thinking we need to be able to stop this we need to rescue Mm. these children these young people get them out and there was an amazing clip that he showed um when he spoke at the Carol concert recently, which showed the moment of rescue. I think it was four young girls who were rescued and they were literally pulled out of what looked like a hole in the wall exactly. into daylight. Yeah. And they were just these young teenage girls who were just sort of blinking in the yeah. light. And you just think, what has the last few years of your lives looked like? And that was our intelligence and our investigators. One mm. of the girls had a mobile phone and they kept saying, we can't find you. You're not in this building. And she she kept saying, please don't leave us. We are here. Keep looking. And it was like a kitchen sort of board that they were behind. And there's a moment where this clip is so dark. And I thought, gosh, these yeah. girls were kept in, in the dark and yeah. then just brought out as and when they needed to be used. And, you know, Liz, you've got daughters and Absolutely. and these, you know, we've rescued ne- yeah. nearly 5,000 men, women and children. And, you know, these are our daughters. These are our, this could be the girl next mm. door. And these... Because a lot of the children are snatched, aren't they? They're literally just taken from yeah. the streets. You yeah. turn around, you know, your child is there and the next minute you look around and, and they've gone. And actually... Poverty, you know, you could you could understand sadly and see how that happens. But actually, traffickers they are 
sophisticated. They have their own accountants. They have their own lawyers. They're money launderers. It's it's a yeah. sophisticated business. But I mean, I just even read the other day of private school children um, or traffickers finding a loophole in a visa system where children are being brought to private schools under some loophole and then they're being and then they're going missing they're intercepted and yeah. they're gone and then they've gone so just it it just that level of sophistication yes. blows my mind but it is brutal and it is beyond abhorrent and heinous but we there is hope and there is so much mm. momentum this is on the government agenda we're building a global sort of network. Also, our first partner is in Thailand, which is also a big hub for trafficking. And we're not just investing in them financially, but just investing in their aftercare, you know, making these good um, charities great and just pouring into them. And then you get a whole network of those over the coming years together, mm. causing and impacting at high level sort of systemic change alongside governments. That is how you tackle yeah. slavery. And I couldn't be more excited. So whilst it is savage and brutal, and they estimate there's up to probably around 136,000 slaves in the UK. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And how, so, how, how how can we spot that? I mean, uh, Lily actually said to me the other day that she'd yeah. been in a nail bar mm -hmm. in South London. And I know that there are a lot of nail bars run by people from um, Southeast Asia and, and other places. Yeah. And there are kind of telltale signs to watch out yeah. for. And she said, you know, I was just a bit concerned about it because they only took cash. Yeah. And the door had a lock and was locked behind me. Oh, gosh. So yeah. you, you couldn't just go freely in and out. So she did actually report it. Wow, good. She actually rang the, the helpline. Well, yeah. And said, I just think somebody just ought to go and check that out. Brilliant. Because there were young girls working there. That's good. Because if if it's a cash-only nail bar, that's a big indicator. You begin to wonder why it's cash-only. Exactly. <laughs> and then if they don't speak English yes. and... Um, you could often tell if they're sort of if somebody's very much in charge. Yes. And often those businesses could be a front for a brothel that could be actually behind. So oh she actually goodness. did very much the right thing. There's and certainly no harm if, if, if you suspect that there might be something. Yeah. And the fact is, there is the modern slavery helpline, which actually um, the number you can Google it, but you can Google modern slavery helpline. Um, dot org forward slash report um of course and actually if you wanted to go on to our website justicecare.org there's um one of my colleague story story on there called jesse's story and this shows her going on her you know normal commute to teddington from clapham junction and it shows the video her story of being confronted by a girl who was sat next to her who looked like she was being controlled and long story short she sort of says to the girl are you okay and oh who's that man who looked really old you know and she said oh it's oh the the guy sort of stepped in and said oh I'm her father and it she, they she spoke different languages right. it just was absolutely awry like it just wasn't yeah she what he said vibe, so, so she yeah and this girl sort of ended up getting away and the traffic it was in her face so you must watch that jesse's story but she that's called, on your website yeah Justin yeah so she website. called the transport police and Did um, she? yeah and to this day we don't know what happened but it just shows how it is in front of us yeah. from clapham junction to teddington <laughs> you know and actually the fact is slavery i think we all 
unhelpfully think of the transatlantic slave trade. We think of chains and bars. And yes, that is the case, actually, girls in cages in India. Sometimes it is the, the lock. But actually, these are slaves hidden in plain sight. You would be alarmed how many slaves you probably walked by on your way to the office this morning, Liz. Like, it would blow your mind. And actually... And these are being kept in domestic servitude, <clears throat> not paid, not allowed out, have their passports taken away. Exactly. No freedom. Exactly. And we all have a part to play in this fight against slavery. And they are hidden in plain sight, but we do have to be vigilant. And so if you think about car washes, again, is that cash only? What are the living conditions like? Because often there might be um, like a, what are they called? The tin just like a container shipping container so often they're in shipping containers um forced to live there sleep there work there so just Mm. looking out for the signs is there a shipping container are people sort of living on site and actually the church of england set up a car wash app which is phenomenal where you can track really yeah it's one of the largest intelligence fact-finding gathering operations really going i think so with... there's an, a church of england app mm-hmm. yeah about car called washes. the car wash app the car wash app and so mm-hmm. if you're going through your car wash um you report how much you paid the signs um the conditions nationalities and of exactly employees, and all of that gets fed into the national crime agency and to local wow. police so it's, it's phenomenal and just like are people isolated you know rarely you know the the girl next door to where we are now you know mm. is there somebody who is rarely allowed to travel on their own that travel on their own they yes. seem under the control or influence of others mm. rarely interacts or appears you know unfamiliar with their neighborhood or uh, their place of employment um and relate you know often people pretend that they're their sort of boyfriend again like jesse's story if it just looks yeah. suspicious it probably is um restricted sort of movement travel times appearance um reluctant to seek help um But, you know, people forced into criminality, forced begging, domestic slaves. It Mm. is hard to spot, but but it does happen in our communities. And so if you do suspect anything, then there is the Modern Slavery Helpline, absolutely call 99 Crime Stoppers or 101. You can support anything suspicious. And I think the more we learn about it, the more we are aware. Well, that was, you know, the real point of today, I think, is just to shine a spotlight on something that has been so dark. And there is good news. I know that a lot of the rescued victims are repatriated. They're returned to their homes, to their families. And you see those heartwarming videos. There's yeah. one of amazing one of the little Indian girl. Selma. Who, yeah. who rushes to her parents and they cannot believe mm. that she's been brought back alive mm. and safe out. Well, you know, mm. obviously needing a lot of um, care, but brought back alive from the, the yeah. most dire situation from this brothel in in the red light and she had a baby by who Who, she doesn't even know yeah but just i know salma's story you must log online and watch that as well but imagine just your daughter they didn't think that they would ever you know potentially see her again after years and 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 our teams were able to reunite these families and many of them and it is incredible it's so heartwarming it's savage but incredible and the aftercare is phenomenal just absolute wraparound support um looking to their future helping them rebuild with psychological support setting up businesses i mean many of um the families victims in bangladesh we're hearing of so many sort of 
us helping them set up businesses. I mean, just it's mm. just absolutely amazing. Wonderful. It's thrilling to be Wonderful part of it. Wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much. Really lovely to have you here. Now, the your website for Justice and Care is justiceandcare.org. Exactly. Yeah. All the information yeah. is on there. Julia, yeah. thank you so, so much. Thank you. That is sadly all we have time for today. But as always, you will find details of resources and links that we've talked about over on lizourwellbeing.com as well. If you like, you can sign up to the free newsletter. We've got lots of inspo there, especially for 2020 and the new year ahead. We've got recipes, well-being, wisdom, behind-the-scenes treats. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. This will ensure the next episode is downloaded safely without you having to remember. And if you'd like, at the end of the year, as a Christmas present, I would love it if you could find a moment to leave a review as it really does help other potential listeners to find the show and also to find the help and the inspiration that they may well need going forward. So until the next time we chat, go very well. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.